recorded live. Live from Texas and California. It's How About Them Cowboys, Episode 7, the post-Thanksgiving debacle. We uh, haven't been on since we lost to the Falcons, and the reason why, well, we uh, the Cowboys got killed 37-9 on Sunday night against the Eagles at home. Uh, close first half, and then we just got annihilated. The Eagles scored 30 unanswered points in the second half. And then, so Thanksgiving had a good outlook, playing the Chargers. They're traveling, short week, and excited, ready to go. I was tempted not to watch the game, and I wish I didn't because we lost 28-6. to The Chargers just killed us. So, How About Them Cowboys is a proud member of the DVR Podcasting Network. Go to patreon.com slash DVR to become a patron and subscribe monthly, and you get crazy podcasts. Uh, We've got a couple in the works coming. Uh, Some of our backers, uh, Sandy and Kellum, uh, have been demanding a top 10 uh, all-time favorite albums that me and Axel are going to record tomorrow. Uh, and then also we're going to do a film list TV kind of deal where we talk about our favorite shows of 2017, maybe some movies. So me and Axel are coming back to do get a couple of those podcasts out before the holidays. So check those out, patreon.com slash DVR. Uh, and, of course, you can subscribe to us at iTunes. Um, how about them Cowboys? Actually, it's how about them Cowboys, but we say about because of Jimmy Johnson. Uh, on iTunes, you can subscribe and all that good stuff. All right, so three straight losses to the Falcons, Eagles, and Chargers. A dismal team. Hispanic Chris, how how, how are you holding up? Man, I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> I just got out of uh, uh, therapy, so uh-huh. we got a class. We got a class about how about the Cowboys therapy class. I don't know if y'all know, but y'all can check it out. No, man, I'm all right. I'm doing okay. Hey, look, we just need five in a row. We win. We'll go to Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, there's always that one crazy guy who says, no, we still got it. We still got a chance. We just have to do, you know, ten in a row. <laughs> it's like, whatever, man. Uh, well, it's funny. the good news is, well, there's good news and bad news. The bad news is we're five and six. Our offense mm-hmm. can't move the ball. Our defense can't stop anyone in the second half. And our coaches can't adjust. Okay. Uh, so Adjust to what? Well, <laughs> that's yeah. the thing. You know, that's a question I want to ask. Uh, adjustment. They always talk about adjustment. What, what is it they're having an issue with the adjustment? Because I actually read something about that, but that uh, Jason Garrett can't adjust or he has a hard time adjusting. I don't, I don't know. I'm confused. Well, I will. Okay, so what so what happens is you play the first half. You have a game plan installed. You they review the tape. They get a game plan based on who they're playing, and it was a tight game in the first half. So things were working. The problem is we were stopping the Chargers, but our yeah. offense was three and out, three and out, and we couldn't capitalize. Then in the second half, all of a sudden the Chargers blow us out. Okay, and when they say adjustments is the Chargers, it I mean, 
whether it's adjustments or they start executing, the Chargers started executing, and we had no answer for it. So the critics like us and everyone go, well, we didn't make adjustments. Right. And it's because all of a sudden the Chargers seem like they changed things, got their offenses going, and we couldn't. So that's kind of the whole deal. But I will say yeah. one thing I did notice, and I think this is part of the problem, Chris, that against Atlanta when Tyron Smith was out, boy, you know, Adrian Claiborne killed us, and we were getting sacked. Dak had no time. I did notice in the first half that against the Chargers, and even I, it was probably against the Eagles too, is actually against the Eagles where I really saw it, that he started getting the ball out quicker knowing that the pass yeah. rush is coming. And that, that did seem to work. But unfortunately, it, 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 it didn't work the whole game. And, 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 and not having Zeke, of course, hurts. Not having Sean Lee, okay. We had Tyron mm-hmm. Smith. He's not healthy. Zach Martin went out with an injury, a concussion. So we have backup linemen. But I look how the Patriots do it. They have all these injuries on defense on offense, and yet they still crush their opponents. Now, granted, it's Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. You're talking about probably the greatest coach of all time and the greatest quarterback of all time, so it's hard to compare. But you think we would just be in these games. And, yeah, if we win out, we need some help. We need Atlanta to lose. We need Detroit to lose, Green Bay. We need Seattle to lose. (laughs) But you you called it. You said if we get – Killed by the Eagles, it's going to have a domino effect. And you were right. We got killed against the Eagles, yeah. and it didn't get any better against the Chargers. Yeah. I mean, sad to say, that's true. I mean, the because what we had left over, they, you know, I, I believe that they could do it. The problem is they, they had to believe. And um, because it, once, they, once they were able to execute – uh, with what they had, and you saw that in those in the previous games, and so yeah, if, 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 and I I remember saying yeah, if even if they don't beat the Eagles, that's okay. They just have to make it a game, and so they'll keep their confidence to to go over that one hump and be ready for these other games. But yeah, I was afraid that that was going to happen, <laughs> and it did. I mean, it showed um, pretty much. But as far as Jason Garrett, I was kind of thinking that I, I understand the whole uh, uh, change in, you know, uh, like what you were talking about as far as uh, being able to, you know, uh, I don't I, I understand that. But the problem, what I'm thinking is why does he have a problem with it? Why does it, is it hard for him to, to do those changes or to, like, be willing to, I don't know what the deal is. I mean, they say that, it's hard for him, but I don't know. So, you know, I honestly, I, there's only so much. I mean, the real flaw was not giving against Atlanta, not giving the left tackle Chaz Green help. There was no adjustment there. These yes. other games, it did seem like they made adjustments. It just seemed like they didn't. The Chargers and mm-hmm. the, the Eagles just executed better, and they get better talent, and they just. Philip Rivers kicked our butts. Carson Wentz kicked our butts. And our yeah, offense I mean, those, couldn't do anything. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, penalties. I mean, we didn't get a lot of penalties on Thanksgiving, but, man, we just couldn't move the ball. Dak looked mm-hmm. – it was his worst game. Look at this. 
throughout the year, we scored 19 points, 17, okay, we got crushed against the Broncos, 28, 30, 31, 40, 33, 28. Take right. away Zeke, take away Zeke, seven, nine, and six. Mm-hmm. There, there's got to be. They're not. They don't have to game plan for Zeke now. It's out, slow Alfred Morris and even slower Rod Smith. And we didn't give Darren McFadden a shot, and they cut him today. They, they, they released him. Yeah, they did. And I, and I don't, I don't know why. Maybe something we don't know. Maybe he doesn't have the explosiveness anymore. But could he be any worse? Did he even have a play this last game? Did he no, run he was inactive. He, he was, was active for one game this year. Yeah. Uh, but he wasn't hurt or anything. Yeah. No. No. They just yeah, that was – you would think they would at least give – I mean, since give give them all a shot, you know, two or three plays apiece and see what they can do and, and you know, go with the, you know, the, the guy you're going to go with, the main person that you – think will help in the long run until Zeke is back. But yeah, I was that's yeah. It's like they don't know they they're just kind of uh going with the flow, like letting it letting it fall apart almost. And like I'm sure they're trying to, you know, get some kind of ideas on what they need to do and, and, and restructure everything and get back to winning games. But once that once Zeke's out, it yeah, it shows, man. The, the no running game and no passing game. I mean, it can't, it's like saying, well, we really didn't have a passing game to begin with. Uh, yes, uh, you know, Prescott is, is learning, and he's 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 going to be a great quarterback, I believe. He's but like I said, he's a rookie. This is his rookie year. Uh, I know people want to talk about last year, but it's just so different the team as far as like how they. You know the injuries, of course, but the way the team was like gelling and and just were they were moving along real good and and it, it's almost like it didn't matter who was as long as it was a, a, an established a good quarterback would have been able to to move the Cowboys and have that good of a season last year. So um, it's kind of hard to to judge, you know, Dak last year compared to this year. This year, you just really have to make a clean slate, uh, a slate and just say, look what he's doing now. And he looks just like a really good rookie quarterback that's going to get good, but it's going to take time. And because uh, he makes those rookie mistakes, he's starting to make the rookie mistakes. He don't have that big, big net of having a Romo sitting there on the sidelines to come in and, and, and save you, you know, if something happens. So, yeah, you know, no training wheels. So that's what well, and it just it just kind of showed there is no passing game. I mean, I I think there isn't. Oh, and one, one real quick uh, before I forget, sometimes I, I I you know how you get that in your memory and then it, you so, lose it. Of course, you're a lot younger I'm old. than me, so you oh gotcha. But I still <laughs> I, concussions. Oh, concussions. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm catching up. No, I was gonna go say, ahead. No, I was listening. Uh, Michael Irvin made a, a really interesting statement, and he was talking about how uh, uh, Dak hasn't uh, gotten that uh, that connection, you know, with with, uh, with Bryant. Right? He hasn't gotten that. Uh, like he said, something about a prima donna 
receiver, you have to treat them differently. You mm-hmm. can't just go by what they're telling you, you know, what the coach is telling you, okay, you're going to throw, run this pass, and you're going to throw it to this guy. You know, you're going to throw it to Witten, but, you know, you know that you have a receiver that it's different. They're at a different level. You got to look at them at a different level. This is what Michael Irvin is saying. He says you got to give them the ball, even when the coaches don't tell you to give them the ball once in a while. You know, because you know if you give them the ball and you keep them in the game, it's like because he was a playmaker. But he started mentioning names. You know, he, he, he mentioned uh, uh, Brian. He mentioned himself. He mentioned uh, Tara Owens, and he was just saying those all had at a, a time. You know. Uh, they had that connection with their quarterback. They had that timing down. And they also had that agreement, like, okay, we know what's going on in the field, but what we know, us two are connecting, we know that whatever's going on in the field, you can give it to me and I can catch that ball. I mean, if especially if it's just, even if it's there's two guys around me, you know you, if you give it to me, I'm going to get the ball. And he he doesn't know that he he hasn't gotten that yet. Dak Dak doesn't know that he's the rookie. You know he's just doing what all the coaches tell him what to do. So uh, he said he doesn't. He needs to understand that, and then that would help a lot. He says. But anyway, one thing I, that Michael everyone was talking mm-hmm. about was interesting. Well, this is the thing. The what worked last year and what worked. I mean, we did have a nice run pass game up until the Falcons game. I think in Dak's mature maturing as an NFL quarterback and as he's growing, he's having that dynamic running back. Him and Zeke were very in tune. And having that dual threat, the read option, having a running game like that, dump off pass to Zeke, that opened everything else up. Now take Zeke away. He's not really familiar with Alfred Morris that much uh, because, you know, how many times has Alfred Morris taken deep uh, first-team reps? Plus, not the dynamic runner Zeke is. Now he's trying to force the passing game more, and then without that running game, you're right. They're not in sync. Um, He's having less time to throw. The offensive line hasn't been playing very well. The receivers aren't getting open. Terrence Williams... He'll get a nice catch here and there, but man, he drops balls. And you know, another intercept, <laughs> yeah. another another interception going through his hands, popping up in the air. You know, uh, against Philly, and then even mm-hmm. against the Chargers, you know, you saw Zach, who ne- had never done this, kind of just tossed it up, and he got picked off in double coverage. It, right. it looked like a bad Tony Romo play um, mm-hmm. when Tony used to try to force it. It, it just it. You look at other teams, especially the Chargers, they always had receivers open and bit for yeah. big chunks, 20-plus yards. 20. Us, it seems like it, it's so difficult, and it's so like, oh, we're third down, oh, incomplete, we got a punt. It just doesn't seem like anything's open. It's, mm-hmm. I don't know if the receivers just aren't running their routes. It, it, you know, it could be they're putting seven in the box, they're not keying on the run, they're double-teaming and 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 Dak, like I remember one play, he missed Witten in the end zone and threw an incompletion or a pick. Right. And Witten was wide open, and so I don't think Dak is going through his progression reads. Where what that is, if you have a play, you 
say your go-to guy is Dez, but you look mm-hmm. at where Beasley's going, Williams and Witten, and then you go to where the open spot is. It's called the progression. Yeah. You, you, right. you know, you see where everyone is. It, it's almost like he's not getting past the second progression, and he's forcing it, and he's not even seeing his third or fourth option. It just seems like he, he's taken back, and maybe not, not having Zeke might be a big problem with that because when you have that luxury of a running back like that, plus it's mm-hmm. only Zach's only been in the system you know, a season and a half, a little over a season and a half. So he's still young. He's still yeah. learning, and there's a lot of pressure on him to carry this team, and he's just not ready for it. He's not. And, you know, I, when I listen to you talk, I just start thinking about last year and thinking about the decisions that the coaches made, and I get I get really angry because Dak is not ready. And he wasn't, even though he was great last year, but we already, I mean, I already explained why, he still wasn't ready. And you know what, I was, I was even last year, I remember getting angry. I was like, why is that talking to Sanchez? I mean, okay, why, why are you getting help from Sanchez? I mean, I was like, the one, the one person who knows the, the whole uh, concepts and, and everything about the Cowboys is standing right there, and he's going to be out. He's going to leave. And you have him there, and, and you're not talking to him. You can get all this wealth of information. You know, I would have had, I don't care the dynamic. I don't care if you're upset because you're not going to get the, you know, Romo, okay, whatever. But, you know, I'm paying you millions of dollars. I want you to teach, you know, uh, uh, Dak everything you know, everything you know about this team, everything you know, because it's he's out there with nothing, you know. And mm-hmm. so now it's now it's starting to show, and I I blame it all on the coaches because you got this good, a big strong guy who who knows how to run, who knows how to pass, who can do the get the job done, and he's gonna be great. But you guys are fumbling it, you're fumbling it up, and it's it's ridiculous. And I was like, ah, oh. <laughs> and so yeah, so now you got. Uh, one of his biggest crutches was was Zeke, you know. If anything was, I mean, I'm gonna give it to him. I mean, he, it's not like he only has to play half the game, you know, basically. And so, yeah, now it's really showing. And I, I don't know, man. <laughs> and I don't know about Jason Garrett. If they're gonna keep him around, uh, there was I read some stuff where, uh, of course, you know, Jerry Jones is. Right away, oh no, I'm not. You know, I'm not even thinking about that. That you know, uh, letting go of Garrett. But then there's talks about that that they're talking that the players, the players are talking in the locker rooms that you know they don't like uh, Garrett's not being able to adjust in that whole concept. I mean, what you know, um, I, I'm not sure what's going to happen with that. Obviously, if you know if it keeps going the way it is, you know. Jerry's a businessman, right? So mm-hmm. if if they keep losing games, yeah, then then I'm, I'm pretty sure Garrett will be out at the end of the season. But uh, you know they they win a couple of games here. They you know they, they win another two or three or whatever, and you know be able to get some some in the off season, uh, pick up some people during the draft. But, and he might let Garrett stay, you know, but I don't know. I, you know, it's 
That's that's one thing that frustrates me. Yeah. You know, it's funny because, you know, yeah, coach of the year last year, 13-3 and three yeah. in the playoff game, you know, and, and, and now, uh, well, now it's time to step up. And, you know, mm. honestly, honestly, every great quarterback, Tom Brady had Charlie Weiss, Brett Favre had Steve Mariucci and Mike Holmgren, Montana had Bill Walsh. Um, all these great quarterbacks early in their careers had mentors. Right mm. now we have a, a backup is a rookie, Cooper Rush, who – you know, him and Dak uh, aren't going to be talking about what he's seeing and stuff because he's still learning. And then we have Kellen Moore on the practice squad who, I mean, granted he knows the system, but he's not a good quarterback. And he's like a Mark Sanchez where at least Sanchez did have some experience, but towards the end, I don't even know if I'd listen to Mark Sanchez. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, know, we don't have that veteran backup that could help Dak. And is Scott Linehan doing it? Is Wade Wilson doing it? You would think, but – you know, Aikman had Norv Turner, who was mm-hmm. an amazing offensive coordinator and could do amazing things with quarterbacks. And so yeah. we just – Jason Garrett isn't that guy. I'm sorry. I I, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't see it. And, and, and I go back and forth with Garrett because sometimes I'm like, okay, all right, things are looking good. But when you're losing mm-hmm. – you know, I was talking to my dad today and – we're talking about the Patriots. We talk about Boston sports, of course, because my dad's a big Patriots, Celtics, Bruins, Red Sox fan. I'm still a Celtics, Bruins fan, but I'm a Cowboys, Angels fan. But um, okay. we talk, and, and, and he just <laughs> talks about how decimated the Pats defense was, and then all of a sudden they turned it around. They, were, they lost Dante Hightower, which is our Sean Lee. They had four starters hurt today, and they still crushed the Dolphins. And it's like, and I'm like, and I'm like, oh, yeah. is that what it means to have a coach who knows what they're doing <laughs> with X's and O's? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's part of it, man. I mean, coaching is all around, and not just the day of the game, you know. And and I was listening to some talking about they don't have. I mean, once their their starters start getting hurt, they don't have any. Their depth is not there, so they put somebody out there like Bell, and then. You know, not going to be able to do it. You're not going to yeah. you need help. And and so um, that's, that's too, there too. And, you know, developing those, those backups to be able to go in there at least one game, you know, give it all you got, you know what I'm saying? And, and learn yeah. something and, and help, and help win the game. But it, they just don't seem like that. They seem they come in well, and they, crazy. They, they play like backups. They don't play like, Hey, this is my chance to shine. Uh-huh. I'm not. I'm not going to mess up this one game. You know, I might not be able to play ten games in a row, but I'm going to play this one like I'm a pro. You know. I mean, it, 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 last year, I mean, retiring got hurt one game. Chaz Green came in, played great. Yeah. I mean, yeah. not great, but he, he but, wasn't giving up six sacks. And so, like, mm-hmm. what happened? What happened? You know, and you know, it could be, and this is a minor thing. I mean, Jonathan Cooper at left guard's good. But we had Ronald Leary last year, and he was yeah. excellent. And so you bring Trash Green in, Leary probably helps him out more, where Cooper is getting the benefit of Tyron Smith, but now with Cooper and Green or Byron Bell, it's not there. You know, and so, you know, I, I wish I had the answers. I mean, it's so frustrating because, you know, we're not – like I could watch the game five times and figure stuff out from my experience right. playing football, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to because I can't, I can't sit through – 
watching the Cowboys get their butts kicked um, again and again. Uh, that's why I leave it. I leave that to the experts. But yeah. it's just, oh man, it, it, you know, I, I, I'm just, I just don't understand. I mean, granted, the Zeke thing is. I mean, I don't. I, I just. I, I guess I don't want to say. Oh, it's 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 all Zeke. You know how we say. Oh, Sean Lee and Zeke. It's got to be that. I mean, granted, right. it's a big part of it. But you're a professional team. You got to find a way to win a game. Especially I mean, against teams. Yeah. Especially against teams that that uh, you know that they're okay teams and they could win. But you you should definitely be able to go in there and win the game. You know. And not play like well, you're trying to keep from losing, you know. Well, the next three games next Thursday, uh, it's an NBC night game against the Redskins at home. Then you have ten days off and play at the Giants. Then you go Sunday night at the Raiders. If you don't win, I mean, well, if we lose Thursday, it's 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 over. Uh, I mean, the season's <laughs> pretty much over. It's really over. And yeah. Garrett might and be on his way out. Yeah, and we're not having Sean. I think uh, Sean Lee's not going to be back for the next game. No, probably he's still, not. He's still recovering from his hamstring, so we won't have yeah. him, and we still don't have Zeke. So, yeah. What's Yeah, it's like, what is that? The way we ended the last call, and I said, because you asked me, what do you think we're going to win or we lose? And I said, well, we still got the same coaches. Yeah. So it's kind of like, as long as we still have the same uh, coaches, you know, and the way they're doing things, it seems like they, they can't figure out how to win the game with what they have. But there's so many different dynamics to the Cowboys. It's, it's crazy. And, and it's it's kind of sad, actually. You know, I was just thinking about it, how, uh, how Jerry Jones, you know, he got the uh, into the Hall of Fame, right? And uh, I mean, a lot of lot of coaches and owners they look up to him. And I mean, his his business for uh, football and the way he turned the Cowboys around. I mean, it was great. It was a great, beautiful thing. But now uh, it's just his. I was I looked at it as a concept as you got business part of the of of, of the NFL of a, of a of a team. And then versus the championships part of the team. And the business part of the team, you know, the owner and, and the marketing and, and the way to, you know, establish your players to look great. I mean, you look at uh, uh, Zeke and there's uh, commercials, you know, the first year that they're out there. And, you know, you see Dez in commercials all the time. I'm like, really, already? And, and it's not because he was that great of a player. Granted that you know they want you know seven games in a row is is it is great you know so but um, I just think that they 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 put the hype on him so much you know but that's Jerry Jones and that's the way he markets and you know he's got a piece of everybody and he's like he can make you a star kind of thing and and it's just. It's a totally different concept, business concept. It's excellent. It's great. It's, it's, that's why a lot of uh, teams, owners, they look up to him. The problem with that is he lets it bleed into the championship part. And who's part of the championship, of winning championships? It's the coaching and, and the ability to win games. That has nothing to do with business. 
and somehow it's integrated into the Cowboys. Now, when he had Jimmy Johnson there, there was a wall between those two, the business part and the championship part, you know? Mm -hmm. One is saying, hey, I'm going to business this thing, and we're going to make millions of dollars, and, and this, this, I'm going to bring this team out, and it's going to be great again. And he did that. The other part, I'm going to make this team ready to go to Super Bowls. That's my job. And that's it. That's all I want. Well, now we don't have that wall anymore. And we haven't had that wall there in a long time. And so, a long anyways, time. Yeah. so now these players, they play differently. I think when they go to the Cowboys, they take the superstars. And, and and that's when I was remember I told you a while back that there's a concept between the old stadium and the new stadium. And have you been to both stadiums? Have you ever gone to the no, old stadium? No, I just the new one. No, I never went to the uh, Texas Stadium in Irving. I've only been to the new stadium. Yes, because you look at the old stadium compared to the new stadium. Mm-hmm. It's a whole different concept. The new stadium is Hollywood. The new stadium right. is big, big business, bright, shiny lights, superstar, you know. And when you walk, you, you actually, when you do the tour, you can actually walk through where the where the where the team goes out into the field. They go right. through a they go through a club. It's yeah, it's almost like a it's like, yeah, a, it's like a, a happy hour. Yes, yeah, a happy hour, hour club hour. atmosphere. Yeah, they go through this club atmosphere into like, hey, it's, it's time for showtime. Okay, I know that showtime is fun and everything, but it's just, it's, I don't know. They don't have that feeling how they how they used to have, um, you know, uh, that grit. That yeah, it's like we don't have a home field advantage even. We don't have the it's home just, field advantage. It just don't. feels it, like. Yeah, it's wine and cheese crowd, and it, it's honestly, it's. I mean, I went there. I had such a great time, but it wasn't. You know, a lot of people around me just wanted to talk, and I'm like, I'm trying to watch the damn game. Like, <laughs> yes. you know, people just go there Different. drunk, and they don't. I don't know. It's like an event versus the game. Like you see in college football games, how intense home field advantages. Even like at Pittsburgh or Minnesota. I mean, Minnesota has a dome or whatever, but you. You know, or do they play outside now? I forget. But in the old yeah. Metro Dome, that was a home field advantage. It was so loud in there, you know. Uh, even right. in the Saints Superdome, it just – but in da- it seems like the – I don't know. It just doesn't have that same – like, do you ever see, um, you know, the, the, the away team uh, being like, it's so loud I can't even call my plays? It's almost like, oh, we're playing on a neutral field. You know, at times. I mean, yeah. so, like, you're you're so right with the whole the evolution. When Jerry first bought the team, brought in Jimmy, uh, they 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 draft well. The Herschel Walker trade. They got so many picks, and they hit on a lot of those picks. You know, with Emmett and everybody, Darren Woodson, and but um, it you had some great coaches. You had Jimmy, you had Butch Davis, North Turner, Dave Wanstent. I mean, you had a great staff. You, I mean, you had the makings, and then when, when Jerry meddled and wanted, like you said, brought business, and he thought he could coach the team and be the GM and, 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 and go against Jimmy, um, it, 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 they couldn't work together anymore. And then he brought in Switzer, and we won one other Super Bowl because pretty much Switzer let the assistants do everything, and he still had Aiden <laughs> and Emmett and Irvin. Right, right. And then, yeah, then, we went into, then we went into salary cap hell, 
uh, hired some bad coaches. Chan Gailey, Dave Campo just weren't right. Uh, when Parcells came in, it seemed to get back to the roots of the draft because our drafts for like six, seven years were horrendous. I mean, mm-hmm. it was bad. I mean, Quincy Carter, really? You could have had Drew Brees, but you picked Quincy mm-hmm. Carter. Granted, you know, Brees went in the second round of the Chargers, but and we, and we didn't have a first-round pick. Part of the reason, too, we traded two first-round picks for Joey Galloway to give Aikman that last, you know, all it's got Ishmael Galloway, you know, and then, of course, Galloway blew his Achilles in the opening game, but we gave up two first-round picks. And, of course, we passed on Randy Moss. Had we drafted Randy Moss, that could have been a different story. So there was a lot of mistakes there. And then with the salary cap hell, uh, and, and then Parcells bailed us out, and they found Romo, and, they, you know, and, and it started getting better. But then, he, you know, Jerry let Parcells kind of do his thing for the most part, but then when he want, when Jerry wanted to side Terrell Owens, Parcells hated that. And that's when mm-hmm. Parcells finally was like, I'm out of here. And, you know, and then Wade Phillips, Jason Garrett. You know, so we just – you know what? One coach I would love to have, it, he's a Jimmy Johnson-type coach. I don't know how long he'd last just because he's so crazy, but he's so good and he'd be good for Dak is Jim Harbaugh. When he coached oh, the Niners yeah. and now he's at Michigan – if we, somehow we can get Jim Harbaugh in, I think that would give us that. We're missing that that pounding in the fist, be accountable, not being clapped at, and just – I mean, granted, we don't see behind the scenes. I'm sure people are accountable, but we need someone a li- with a little more gusto, somebody right. that just fires you up, that you want to go out there, bleed for. I just don't think these guys want to bleed for Jason Garrett. I really don't. Marinelli on defense – Granted, he's doing what he can with what he's got, and I believe the defensive guys really want to play for him. We just don't have the talent. Uh, we have some talent, some good talent. We don't have great talent. Like I said before, we don't have anyone on the defense that scares you. Like, Sean Lee will be there, but he's not a Mike Singletary. He's not an Earl Acker that will just scare you. Granted, those guys don't grow on trees, and I'm not saying that you can just go pick, pick them and insert them, but we just don't have – that's why missing Zeke, Zeke had that. He's got that toughness to him. He can cut. He can see the holes, and he, he's, a te- he's a team leader, and we really do miss that. Um, yes. But I just feel like it comes from our coaching staff. It just doesn't – we're missing a lot. We're missing a lot, and I think we need kind of a hard ass, like a Nick Saban or a Jim Harbaugh. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if Gruden could still do it, he would be fun to have as a coach because yeah. he'd be great. But I don't think, you know, <laughs> he's been out of the game, what, for, you know, 10-plus years. Right. I don't know if he'd come back. You know, I, you know, and I don't know, is Jerry going to fire Garrett? What do, you, what do you, oh, we didn't have Zeke and we had injuries. You know, is he going to give him a pass? I think we need to shake it up. Do it now before Dak gets four or five years in, and then maybe it's too late, you know, because – I think that Jerry Jones will keep Jason Garrett if he's able to finish the what is it what are they up at right now? Five and uh, five six and six. And, I mean, five and six. So they can win three games, you know. They finish uh eight and eight. I don't know. I, you know, he he and I uh, was the first I don't thing want to be eight and eight again. Well you, you know, know, give me, me, give me when tennis. he came out. 
give me 10 and Did 6 you? or give me 5 and 11 because at least 5 and 11 fire Garrett we get better picks yeah and we just the, the suspension's over and we go for right. it don't this is what's going to happen. We're going to win. We'll probably win the next three games and then lose the last two. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't even know if we're going to beat the Redskins. I mean, it starts there. We have right. to win. Every game's a must it's win. Possible, it's possible game. we could, yeah. I mean, the way things are going now, and it's possible that they could win. They could lose the rest of the season. I mean, with no problem with the, oh, yeah. with the, atmos- with the atmosphere that's going on. And so then that would definitely force uh, – Jerry Jones to really think about letting uh, Jason Garrett go. He'd have to because then you'd get so many. You lose, set, you lose you so lose many people. Literally, if you lost out, that would be eight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight losses in a row. Yeah, you mm-hmm. have to fire him. So I don't yeah. know if I'm hoping for that. I'm either win out or lose out. At least if we lose out, put me out of my misery in in November, December, and at least we can. How about them Cowboys in our sleep and talk about the draft? But, yeah. you know, I just well, think to win. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say, because even when Zeke comes back, he's not going to be ready. I mean, he's going he's, he's gonna to be ready than anybody we have right now, but yeah. not ready for to play against, you know, who uh, you know the last two yeah. games. Definitely, yeah, Seattle and the Eagles, there's no way he's going to be, uh, you know, uh, getting the, his his legs underneath him and, and stuff, but I mean he can surprise everybody. But he's young. I don't know. Listen, he is young. He's young. Best thing that could happen: we beat the Redskins, we go to the Giants, we beat them, we win a mm-hmm. tough game at Oakland, and then we're eight and six. Zeke comes back, or home at Seattle, and then we go at Philly. Philly's going to have it wrapped up, so they're probably going to play their bums. We can win out. We definitely can't. Will it happen? I don't think so, but it can happen. If they were to win out and make the playoffs as the sixth seed or fifth seed, then the momentum, how amazing would this turnaround be? Just to be optimistic, to be happy. Yeah, for yeah, just, yeah, be happy for a little while. Yeah, that would be awesome. We would, if we were to win out and then go in the playoffs on a five-game win streak with Seek back, Sean Lee healthy, we could make a little run. I, I really do because I think we could beat anyone that we play in the NFC, it's mm-hmm. just, is that going to happen? I, I'm not feeling confident that it is, but it starts next Thursday at the Redskins. Um, I'm predicting Redskins 28, Cowboys 13, but I'm hoping it's reversed. <laughs> yeah, hoping it's reversed. Because they, they play here or over there? They're playing in, in Washington? No, we're we're home. But the way the offense is, but the way the offense has been playing, I can't, I can't predict they're going to score more than thirteen points. Yeah, I mean, they, they haven't scored more than nine. I mean, I can't yeah. go on the prediction. I hope they surprise me. I hope to God they do, and I hope you know it'd be nice just to get a win, get a win, and you know what, get get the ten days off, get everyone healthy, go beat the <laughs> awful Giants, and then and then a big game against and, Oakland. You know, the, okay. I want to be, and I'm saying yes. I think that would be great. They play, they, you know, win out all games. But I guess I have to. Do, well, should I go ahead and bring you back to reality, or no? What do you want? Yeah, how long do you want to stay in? Uh, give me ten more seconds. <laughs> ten more seconds. 
you know, we're going to win out, make the playoffs. It's going to be great. Well, you know, that you know okay, okay. The, the defense, let me tell you right now, if the defense comes back and plays like they were playing before, that they can believe that they, they have the goods. You know, you got, what is it, Irving back there, and you got uh, Lawrence. Uh, he's still playing. You got these guys that were crazy the past, you know, this past month, and then they just fell apart after Sean left. I mean, some of them still play hard, but, and, and you know, even though we lost these three games in a row, I mean, what, there were some games there. I mean, we, they were holding them for at least the first half, you know, to a, a, a score to where we still had a chance to get back. You know, it was only until, like, maybe uh, the middle of the third quarter, fourth quarter, that, you know, that when it's kind of like when the defense realizes that, uh-oh, here we go again, the offense ain't going to make any points. Why bother? Why bother? Why bother keeping these guys under 20 points when the offense can't even make a touchdown? They're just making field goals. You know, here we are in the third quarter, and you still can't make freaking touchdown, you know? So right. it, 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 and, and the defense keeps going out there, and they're out there, and they're like, man, really? I mean, okay. So they start to wear and tear, and the points start racking up against the Cowboys. If they're able to, you know, stay within their belief of, like, we can hold these guys to under, you know, 10, 20 points, then, yeah. But the pro- I think more of the problem is on the offense. I mean, the defense has got some issues, but it's mainly because of, of injuries, you know, because they've been playing really good. And I know one of the, the, the hardest the, the things that we had talked about early on was the secondary. But they had done good in some of those previous games before we started losing. And um, I just think if they go in there believing, yes, we can do it. Now, yeah. your 10 seconds is over. So <laughs> this is the thing that I see all the time with 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 the coaching and the Cowboys, especially in the offense. Uh, when it doesn't go good, you can see it on their face. Here we go again. So in order to do this where you're saying let's play it all out, we're going to win all the rest of the games and we're going to be great and, and you know, we're going to, do what we need to do. You can't have more than one or two of those because once you have more more than one or two of those, like, uh-oh, here we go again, where we're not going to, you know, we, we march all the way down 80 yards and we end up making a field goal, you can see it on Garrett's face. Uh-oh, here we go again, you know, and you can see it on some of the other coaches' face. We're not going to win. They have this look on them that, Okay, we're not going to be able to do it this time again. I mean, of course, they don't, you know, it's just kind of like you can sense it. And so if they have a couple of those, then, yeah, there's no way. It's going to be too hard the rest of the season. But it's like you said, if they can get the ball rolling, I think it's going to be all in the defense, and they're going to have to pull the offense to follow them, I think, which is sad because it's usually the other way around. But, I think yeah, that would be, so, be possible. It's so tough because if you look at both, well, hell, the Atlanta, all three of the losses, the second half were blowouts. The defense played tough, 
the offense couldn't get moving, and then the defense almost, not that they give up, because if you give up, you could really get hurt in football, but it just mm-hmm. seems like they just, they're like, oh, man, the offense can't score. What the hell are we doing this for? And that's mm-hmm. the problem. That is that the problem. That is a problem. We need to get points on the board, and when we make stops, because granted, we probably still lose that Philly game, but the way we were stopping them, if we scored seven, if it was, you know, 21-10 at the half, it's a different ball game. And, and, and maybe we fight more and we the play calling's different. But mm-hmm. being behind, it's just it, – it, it, and when we're not scoring, I mean, we're down 3 nothing, or, you know, we're up by two against Philly at the half. I mean, you're like, wait a minute, okay. <laughs> we come out going. And then I'm so sick of us getting the ball first every game. We got to win the coin toss and get it in the second half. We we we've haven't had to kick off to begin the game. I like and getting the ball in the second half better. In the second half, because how many because how many times we go three and out on the opening drive, then at the end of the half the other team scores and then they get the ball back and we both, yeah. and I think the last three games first drive of the second half we've given up a mm-hmm. touchdown. So we need we. They better go in there and beat the Reds. If they don't beat the Redskins this week, I'm done with Garrett. I'm done with the season, and I just want them to lose. And I hate to say that because I love my Cowboys, but to me, you know, going eight and eight doesn't doesn't suffice. I'd rather go, you know, five and eleven and get a top pick so we can get a pass rusher, a linebacker, receiver, whatever, and and start start anew with our young team. Uh, I just think we need new leadership. In two weeks, we could be singing a different tune. We could. <laughs> I mean, if we beat the Redskins, you know, I'm going to be like, oh, Garrett's the best ever, and uh, what a just. I don't know about and, that. Uh, I don't know about that. No, I think, I, I think yeah, a I lot of times, even, even this, I never even believed the whole thing where, you know, when they gave him a trophy last year for being the best coach of the year, I just, like, I was like, really? You're giving Garrett, what did he do? I mean, oh, man. <laughs> he clapped. He claps. <laughs> he claps, yes. He claps and motivates very well. And the whole, he's the he, best. He's, I remember when they they had made that whole change where they were going to have more coaches like car plays, and he was just kind of be like the head of the motivational whatever. And I mean, even I remember Jerry just talking, just saying, "Oh, he's such a great motivator, and he's you know the the players understand him, and he's like you know, you know, I thought, man, he sounds so great, but you're not going to let him." Like really, coach, coach. You know, I don't, I don't know. I'm, you know, I'm telling it's you, interesting to see his, his tapes on how he looked before that happened and after. Because for some reason, I thought he used to walk a little bit more on the on the sidelines, and, and he looked more involved. If, if I don't know if it's just me, but before they had made that change, he looked more involved. Of course, he was calling crazy plays. But he looked more involved. <laughs> and now he's just standing there. He's just, you know, just kind of standing, you know, kind of just like, you know, back and forth. It's kind of, I don't know. Well, maybe. the only, the real input you see, Rick Passaccia, the special teams coach near him, talking to him. He'll talk mm-hmm. to Linehan if he's like, I want to go for it on fourth down, or let's run it here or something. Yes. But for the most part, he's letting his assistance coach, and he's clapping and trying to be, clock management and whatever, mm-hmm. motivator. And it's just, unfortunately, you know, Garrett's not a bad guy. I, I, I like him as a person. I think he's a good, he's got a good discipline, good football mind, but it's just not translating well with this team. And I think, mm-hmm. honestly, 
if he was like coach of the Browns, we'd be talking probably, well, what a great coach he is. But as the Dallas Cowboys coach, I'm sorry, I just don't think, I, 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 as of right now, I don't think he's the fit. And, yeah. you know, prove me wrong, please. Because, Garrett, I don't hate you. You, you mm-hmm. know, I, you know, if I, I have an autographed Jason Garrett, 8 by 10 uh, he's a Dallas Cowboy for life. I, you know, I like him. I'm just, I'm sick of 21 years of not winning and having to mm-hmm. see my, my dad's Patriots win every year. And I'm like, this is amazing. It, it, uh, you know, I'm happy for my dad because I love my dad. Yeah. And, 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 you know, I, have, I do like the Patriots. I always have. Uh, but Cowboys are my team. I live in the yeah. eye with my Cowboys. And I just, I'm sick of being a loser. I'm sick of having a losing team. I'm sick of it. Oh, yeah. I'm really sick of it. And people go, well, why don't you just change teams? I can't change teams. You can't just do that. What are we going to do? How about them dolphins? I mean, no. <laughs> that doesn't even sound right, man. Yeah. How about them dolphins? Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, once you're a Cowboys fan, I mean, you're a true Cowboys fan, you stay for Cowboys forever. But, yeah, I, I'm I'm with you, man. I'm I'm tired. It's been it's been, it's been so long. I forgot already. You know, as far as like, oh yeah, you know, I was a was junior it? in college. I was a junior in college when we won Super Bowl That's thirty. Crazy. I, I'm an I don't old even man think now. about the years. <laughs> Aren't you? Yeah, you are, man. I'm a forty-two year old man now. Well, when forty start, in Hollywood, but forty-two in real life. Well, you realize you're old when you're older than a quarterback. Yeah, because you, know, you always, when you're a kid, you always look up to the quarterback. Even when I you're know. a single guy, you know, in your twenties or whatever, you still look up to the quarterback. But now you're older than the quarterback. Well, and you're like, oh man, I'm older than this guy. Adam Vinatieri, the kicker for the Colts, is still older than me. He's 44. So okay, I, there you go. There you go. I look you up to him. Say, oh yeah, then you I'm get still... to the point where you say, "I'm older than every football player in the NFL." <laughs> <laughs> you get it. That... I passed, it's I about to happen. Right? There's it's nobody fifty. Nobody that's no. fifty-one, right? When Vinatieri yeah. uh, retires, uh, I'm officially an old man. You're um, old, then you'll be older than every NFL player. Oh, that's scary. <laughs> it's happening. It's happening, though. It's gonna happen, it's dude. It's a sad day, you know. Because then yeah. you become the old. You become the old man that's in the couch. You know, that's on the recliner, and you know. Well, hey, wait a minute, go give your, go give That's dad me right plate. now. That's me right now. I'm the old man on the recliner. Yeah, now, now all you have to do is have a, a you know a grandkid come and bring you a plate of food. You know, go give your oh, grandpa boy. a plate or your, your uncle. <laughs> go give your uncle. He's over there. Well, that's the thing. I am, yeah, I am Pizza an uncle. Pie. My little nieces. Uh, yeah. They got they got they got my wife to be as. Young and vibrant, or else yes, I, yes. I'd be. Make us look I, I, I'd be feel like really old. But you know, I, I will say this. You know, I, it's it's amazing how sports we really um, like. It means so much to us. You know, I mean, a lot of people were just diehards, and it's something that you know that we enjoy. But at the same time, it's so frustrating. The lows are so low, but the highs are so amazing. And thank God, thank God, thank God, Lady Solo deals with you know deals with me but i i've gotten a lot better i'm not as grumpy as i used to be because i i was like you know what on thanksgiving i wasn't letting it ruin my thanksgiving I yeah i mean you can't i mean you gotta it's kind of take it with a grain of salt and so well uh, let's just you know let's move on yeah. you know, there's always another game another time but yeah 
Let's see. So uh, game, you're you're saying twenty eight to thirteen? I'm saying 28-13, Redskins beat the Cowboys. Hey, I was All almost right. right on the Eagles one. I had thirty six thirty in overtime. The Eagles scored thirty seven. We just happened to score nine points. But <laughs> all right, I'm going to say I'm, this is my prediction. My prediction is uh, ten to six. Cowboys win the game. You know what? I have a feeling it's going to be like that. Twelve to nine, ten to six. Um, That's uh, what I'm hoping. It, has, it could be. It could uh, be the other way around. But if the, if the defense is uh, able to come up. Well, see, my thing, I think it's going to be like that, and then in the fourth quarter, the, the you know, the dam's going to break and the Redskins just going to score a bunch. But score one hopefully not. Hopefully, hopefully not. I would have, if we did a podcast before Thanksgiving, I would have predicted a Cowboys win. I would have mm-hmm. predicted like a 23-17. to 17. Uh, So I'm glad I didn't because, man, I would have been so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all right, Chris. Remember, right. how about how about them Cowboys is a part of the DVR podcasting network. Go to Patreon.com/slash/DVR, and you can become a patron for as little as three bucks a month. We have tons of other great shows on there. A lot of good stuff. Axel just did a Patreon only about Mr. Robot, the great series on USA. A lot of great stuff coming up uh, in the works, and uh, you know. Give us an iTunes review if you can. If you listen to the podcast, I know we're growing an audience, and, um, you know, it's going to take time. But you know what? Hopefully you guys enjoy us. And if you've got any questions or anything, you can email us, thefilmlist at gmail.com, thefilmlist at gmail.com. So he's solo, sad in California, Hispanic Chris, so happy in Texas. So happy this in been Texas. A- yeah, this is Hot Ben How about the Cowboys. <laughs> Take us out, Chris. All I can say is, uh, Zeke, just keep doing what you're doing, and we'll be ready for you when you get back. And maybe uh, go watch that Rocky Four movie and, and just come back fighting. That sounds good to me. Don't watch sounds Rocky Five. Don't watch Rocky Five. I mean, no, last Rocky week five. Is it Rocky Five? No, Rocky Four. No, I said don't watch Rocky Five. See, don't watch Rocky Five. Man, you know what? I'm so Don't eat that cheesecake. All right, don't eat cheesecake anymore. Give it to me. Go Cowboys. Go Cowboys. That's Gmail.